This is episode 369 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta and today... Oh my gosh, you guys had such a overwhelming response to all the isolation podcasts, the one that we had on with Tracy and Kathy, the one that I told you and my CEO board and what I did and do to stay out of isolation. That was really powerful. So because of your response, I thought we would end the year with more things about just impacts of community on people, which is what we're going to talk about today and building community within your business, which is what we're going to talk about next week to actually round out the final episode of 2023. I definitely struck a nerve. I hear you guys. I see you guys. Thank you so much for reposting and resharing. Leah, Becky, there was a couple others of you right now. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to know that this stuff is striking a chord with you. So I want to keep going with it. I know we talked about hiring last week, but no, we're going to actually change the course and listen and give the people what they want. So I really want to get into it today. You hear me speak so much about the importance of who you surround yourself with and to step out from isolation and lean on others. So I want you to like, honestly, like think back. And oftentimes when I have like a really big idea or decision or thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around, what I do is I catastrophize it and I make it like really big. And then I also minimalize it to like the most simple, very version of it. That's what I'm about to do. I want you to think back to like caveman days. I want you to think back to the beginning of civilizations and just prehistoric stuff. And when people lived in villages where the entire community helped each other out, You know, one person would have a skill and that would be what they contributed to the community, right? Oftentimes it wasn't just, these are my children and only my children. It was like the whole village raised the children, which is where that whole saying, you know, it takes a village, right? The problem is, is that this day and age, we've kind of gotten away from that. And, you know, our humanity essentially has been built off of villages, off of communities. And I think that after 2020 and even before 2020, honestly, but I think 2020 kind of shifted that balance. I think that it kind of made us aware of how important community was, but I think it also made people go into a tailspin. It also made us kind of start thinking about what are we looking for? Who do we need to be around? Or some of us just got knocked down and never got back up or never made the intention to build back up that community. And in my own personal micro life, that would be the CEOs that I was talking to you about two episodes ago. But, you know, what if we still lived in villages where the entire community helped raise our children or helped support us or someone went out and hunted all the meat and someone else made the baskets to carry the meat back? You know, what if we never felt alone when we were handling hard parts of our business today? What if you did have a group of people to help support you and not make you feel so alone. And it's not just, excuse the French, earmuffs, if your kids are listening, it's not just a bitch fest online. It's not people complaining about stuff. 
It's people actually saying, Hey, I have this challenge and here's a couple of ways I think I could do it. How should I do it? And tagging and knowing what people's strengths and weaknesses are. Have you ever thought about communities being so important to your business? Well, communities provide a critical physical, emotional, and psychological support system that help get us through life's toughest moments. And as business owners, tough moments can come by often. And this doesn't just have to be in business. This can be a mom's group or a dad's group. This could be a support group for addiction. This could be a support group for maybe a family member has Alzheimer's. There's literally a group or a community for everything. I used to be a Facebook group expert where I was on a lot of really big stages talking about this very thing, just how there's a Facebook group for everything. You'd be surprised. You'd be really surprised. Actually, Meta took a Super Bowl ad out. I think it was in 2020, actually, because I was on stage at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego, March of 2020, talking about this. And they featured a whole bunch of Facebook groups and they were the most obscure, bizarre Facebook groups ever. It was like, I have a wart on my left arm Facebook group. (laughs) Like it was so crazy. But because of the randomness of that, all of those people felt supported and seen and heard and they had a common thread, you know? And so I just feel like when you have a community, you don't feel alone. And the most powerful tool that every single one of us possesses, no matter how much money, time, resources you have, we all have the same tool. And it is called your brain. It is called your mind. And we all have it. And it is the most powerful thing ever. It can trick you into 50 ways to Sunday, or you can leverage it and you can grow with it and you can harness it and you can understand it and you can be conscious of it and you can mold and you can create these new neural pathways and be extremely successful. There is a reason why some people are successful and some people aren't. There's a reason why, and I'm not talking about business guys right now. I'm talking about anything. I'm talking about mental strength. I'm talking about mental toughness. Is something that I keep reminding myself every time I get down about stuff. But let's bring this back down into our micro group. And that is why pet business owners need their communal quote unquote villages. In the past, tight knit communities cared for each other during the good and the bad. This village mentality ensured no one suffered alone, especially during vulnerable times. It wasn't like they got to go sit in their hut and be alone. Like, People were in your business, literally and figuratively. Communities shared joy and milestones and mourned losses together. They got together around the fire and sang songs and beat on the drums and all of that stuff. I'm talking so basic and I hope I'm not minimalizing it because there's lots of different ways. But for the sake of the podcast, I'm really just dumbing it down to like the most basic idea of this. I want you to think about it. And then how support systems have evolved. Like previously, communal support was woven into every day of life and business, right? Like in order to get stuff, in order to do stuff, you needed to rely on your neighbors and the other people in the village. It wasn't like you had everything you needed in your home. But now most operate as solo entrepreneurs without the same safety net. I know in my house in Arizona, we're known for, and, and this is a lot different than back east, but like... I am actually looking out my window right now in my office at a brick wall. We have brick walls between our neighbors and that's really common. It's made out of Adobe and they're brick walls. So when you're outside, you have complete privacy in your backyard. (laughs) You could be naked out there if you wanted. But on the flip side, 
you don't see your neighbors and interact. Unless a ball comes flying over my thing, my daughter doesn't see the kids that are next door unless we go out to their front door, knock on their door, or we happen to see them in the street. It's like we go into our garages, we close our garage door, we go into our house, we go into our private backyards. There is no need to see or talk to anybody, even though in Arizona, our houses are like 15 feet apart. And that's far. (laughs) They're building new houses that are like five feet apart. It's insane. That's a whole nother story. But it's so funny because even though you're packing everyone in, people are still behind these walls and they're still isolated. And the result is obviously more isolation and lack of support during life's difficulties. And so I want you to think about like for the longest time, even my neighbor, my neighbor is similar situation to me and I will borrow things from her. I will borrow, you know, or not really borrow, but take, I guess, because I'm not giving it back to her. I remember like last Christmas we were doing sugar cookies and we ran out of butter and I didn't want to go all the way to the store. And I was able to like, you know, get that from her or she's sick and I'll bring her over soup. It's not as common as it used to be. I know you might be thinking, hey, I've got great neighbors. I do this, I do that. But you know, what are their names? Do we know our neighbors? Do we know what's going on with them? Do we stay in contact? A lot of us don't. And I'm not judging that. I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm just saying our society has come a long way, a long, long way. And we have this false sense of closeness online And we have this false sense of closeness with other people when really, you know, we're seeing their best versions of themselves. We're not really actually understanding and we're also not being vulnerable with other people. And this has a huge, big impact, the physical and psychological impacts. It breeds depression and fear and anxiety. I think those top three are the ones I see all the time. I hear them from you guys all the time. I have you crying with me on your coaching calls because you're just at a breaking point. And you just need to know that someone is seeing you and hearing you and feeling you. And it's going to tell you, okay, this is how we get through this. And then that sometimes, sometimes makes poor business decisions leading to regret down the road and uncertainty, the big question mark, uncertainty on the employees you're hiring. You're just like, you know, living on a prayer. My gut tells me I should hire them. I'm going to hire them. Why did you hire them? What do you like about them? I don't know. I'm just holding my breath. I'm hoping it's going to happen. So it breeds uncertainty and then feelings of stress and overwhelmness. And it just snowballs into all these negative things because we're just living in our own brain, in our own mind. And we're not seeking the support and the love and getting outside of our own minds with the support of a community. We see the same things happen in animals that isolate just as we do. Research shows social isolation in all species affect behavior physiology and brain activity. It also affects behaviorally, socially isolated animals, vocalize more and show locomotor syndrome with an increased agitation, vigilance and movement, right? And then psychologically, socially isolated animals have an increased heart rate, respiration and sweating cognitively in their brain. Socially isolated animals tend to show impulsive decision-making, abnormal fear memory. They're living in a state of fear because they just kind of keep remembering this fear, right? It's like stuck in the front of their brain and impaired mental flexibility, all of this stuff. That's why there's like that easy saying, and I say it all the time, get out of your head, get out of your head. I mean, we really still need community, even during transitions. A lot of us are in transitions, I believe, personally and energetically in the world right now. 
that we are in a stage of awakening. And I think that there's, um, at least personally in my life, there's a lot of energies and things that are shedding as you kind of move into a new stage and a new season overall, as new things are developing. I mean, AI is taking over the world. And I say that not lightly. It's guys, that's a whole nother story. And I've done podcasts on it, but you need to understand it because it's just going to become a way of life. And if you don't understand it, other people are going to, and they are going to outperform you. I don't care that we're doing dog walking and pet sitting. It is basic business function. It is like try running your business without Google and email. That's like basically bottom line. I'm not going off that tangent though. I promise myself. Okay. So back to the topic, our whole space. I feel like our whole energy right now is shifting. Things are emerging. Things are growing. Things are becoming new. Old things are being left behind. And I say that in general. And I mean like over, not like this today. I don't mean like this month. I mean like over a year span or so. But as that happens, you know, I mean, that could be a divorce. That could be a relationship ending. That could be new people in your family. That could mean people in your family dying. That could mean a new business that's being sprouted. It could mean that a job that someone had for the longest time is no longer and they're embarking on a different season of their life. That could mean that you're doing a lot of soul searching and figuring out what is it that I really want in my lifetime or in this season of my lifetime. It could look a lot of different ways, okay? It could be moving. It could be coming into a different level of wealth in your business. It could be a spiritual awakening. It could be an energetic awakening. There's a good, so much stuff. Okay. And it's going to look different for everyone, but these are transitions and transitions happen in our life. And depending on what you believe in and what you follow, you know, there's all different types of like, you know, rhythms and rules and stuff like that, but we're never going to be the same all the time in our life ever. I mean, I think that's one thing we can agree on the why or the how sure that's a little different, but we're always going to be ebbing and flowing and changing. I'm never going to be Bella version 4.1, 41 years old for the rest of my life. No, I'm going to get older. My bones and joints are going to change and my thought process is going to change. And hopefully my self-worth and my self-value and, and my confidence and my knowledge and my, I'm always going to be hopefully growing and learning and expanding and raising my vibration. That's me personally. But while this happens, You need community. You need people around you, supporting you. You need people around you that have done it before. And you can get lost in these transitions of life if you don't have a support system. Sharing experiences with other people who may be going through the same thing will give you different perspective and advice. Remember the CEO board I told you guys about back two episodes ago? Go listen to it if you haven't already. If this is the first time you're listening to Bella and Your Business, thank you so much. But definitely go back two episodes and listen to that episode. Sometimes, some days, I just need a perception shift. And I'm so far in my head and I'm so convinced that what I'm thinking is my own truth that I have to go reach out to someone and be like, I need a perspective switch. And I do that. You can do that in communities too. Communities can give you a perspective on things. And it's really important. But joining a community and reaching for help and seeking help or seeking, you know, just someone else to witness your life. Sometimes it feels good for someone else to witness what you're going through. It doesn't mean there's a crisis or you're broken or you can't do it on your own or you're a victim. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. 
While it's human nature to want support most desperately during painful life transitions or business transitions, a mistake we often make is waiting until the crisis hits before seeking community. I can't stress this enough, but you are who you surround yourself with. And was it John Rohr? No. Oh gosh, I forget who said it. Who said, you know, you are the sum of the five most closest people in your life. It's true. I mean, think about it. Like, really think about it. Think of community building as an ongoing lifestyle practice with preventative health benefits. Just as eating well and exercising regularly arms your body against illness, regularly engaging with communal ties arm you to emotionally, you know, stack up for hard times ahead. When you can find your tribe where other business owners hang out and spend their time, find out what they're listening to, what they're reading, what groups they're a part of, that really will make all the difference in the world. When I was doing a presentation in uh, London back in 2019, I had this slide and it's something that I always say and it's, it's really true. You know, we've all heard the whole birds of a feather flock together, right? Okay, whatever. Well, I add to that figure out what kind of bird you are and then you can find your flock. Because I think a lot of times people just start flying with people and they don't really actually take a deep look inside themselves of where's their vision, their direction, where do they want to go, where do they want to get out of it. And so, yeah, you can fly with any kind of flock you want, but if you don't truly know who you are and what you want, it's going to be hard to find your flock. Or you'll join your flock, you'll join your group, you'll join your community, and you'll be like, eh, I don't really like this. And newsflash, whenever you join any kind of community, you're always going to feel like an outsider until you don't. You're always going to feel a little awkward because you don't know as much as everyone else and you don't know as many people as everyone else. But if it's a good group, they're going to have ways to make you feel encouraged and a part of it. All right, guys, I really hope that you just start thinking about how can I build, maintain, support community in your life. Maybe you don't actually need to jump out and get a community. Maybe you're already a part of a community and you're holding back for whatever reason. And your stories and experiences and struggles and advice are not blessing the people that are actually there who need to hear all of it. They need to hear your struggles They, because when someone has the courage to talk about something, chances are other people are feeling the same exact way. I see it all the time, like 10 out of 10 times. Hardly ever does anyone in my community say something and nobody else can relate, truly. And so by you holding back, by you not showing up, by you not participating, that's literally taking blessings away from other people. So I just want you to really think about what kind of community do you have? It could be the mom's football group. (laughs) It could be, I mean, it's not just in business. And you guys know this by now, but you know that I've got an amazing community of incredible business owners that are just really, you know, they're kicking ass and taking names even through the hard times. They're not all in a perfect position in there, but they all share one common thing and that's a really great mindset. And they all show up for one another. And they celebrate. I love the celebrations that happen in there. If you want to join it, it's jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. I kind of went back and forth even mentioning it because by now, especially if you're a listener of the podcast, you know that we have the mastermind and that jumpers jump and that mindset is everything and community is everything. Guys, holiday season is here. We have one more episode next week. I don't want you to isolate I want you to reach out. 
I am always here for you. If you want to jump on a 20 minute complimentary call with me, there's nothing that would make me more happier. I truly love getting to know you guys. Jumpconsulting.net forward slash 20. I do this because I want to. All right. I do this because I want to, because I care about you. I've been doing this since 2007. And this is my true passion and calling is pouring into you, helping, inspiring hope and changing your I can't into I can. So giddy up. And let's always keep jumping. I'll see you next week for our final episode of this year. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.